Hello, my name is Thomas. This podcast was originally created for teachers in Education First who were under lockdown in March 2020 in Wuhan. Mostly British and American, I set up a group for everyone to share their favourite books. Some of it was book reading, some of it was book reviews, sometimes it was interviews. This is my review of one of my favourite books, From Russia With Love. I hope you enjoy it. Hello there, my name is Thomas, and previously I've been sending to this EF Strong book group books that I'm reading out, interviews with some great contributors to this group, and today I thought I'd send my review of one of my favourite books. It's written by Ian Fleming, who some of you will instantly know who he is, a tall British man with swimmer's physique, dark hair and blue eyes who served as a Royal Naval Volunteer Reserve Officer and Naval Intelligence during the Second World War. Some of you might not be familiar with Ian Fleming, but you probably know his creation, James Bond, who in the original novels is described as a tall British man with a swimmer's physique, dark hair and blue eyes, who served as a Royal Naval Volunteer Reserve Officer and Naval Intelligence during the Second World War. Of course, He's even more famous as the movie character, whether you see him as Sean Connery, Roger Moore, or Daniel Craig, or all the others, of course, Pierce Brosnan and George Lazenby and Timothy Dalton. Um, so it's hard to look at these books without looking at the films, but you should never judge a book by its film. So I got into these books when I was at university. Uh, I collected second-hand books generally. Uh, I really liked the novels by Rudyard Kipling. Um, and I saw Casino Royale, and it had just a really good cover. And I know they say don't judge a book by its cover, but I really, really did like the cover. Uh, so I bought it, and it's relatively short. So on one of my free weekends, I gave it a go. And I'd say the first chapter didn't grab me at first. I liked the writer's style, and often the writer's voice is what makes a really good book. So I liked the voice. Uh, but it took me a little bit to get into it, say... Second chapter a little bit more, third chapter a little bit more. And as I said, it's a short book, but by halfway through, I was really gripped. I was really into it. And by the end, I was, I was utterly, utterly hooked. So I think I might have read it again, maybe uh, one or two more times, before eventually I thought what I should do is collect the rest of the series with the same style of cover. Uh, so I tracked them down one by one. And I'd say my favourite is from Russia with Love, which is the fifth book. And... It just really grabbed me. It's a very different animal from the movie. Um, in fact, quite surprisingly, James Bond does not appear in the first half of this James Bond book. The first ten chapters focus on the Russian side. In the book, the main villain is Smirsh. So Smirsh comes from the Russian Smyat Smyrnum, meaning death to spies, and it is this Russian government organisation that really wants to make a big impact on the British intelligence organisation that it's opposed to. So that's a big difference from the, the movie starring Sean Connery and Daniela Bianchi. It has Spectre as the main baddie organisation. Spectre is the special executive for counterintelligence, terrorism, revenge and extortion, but it's a criminal organisation, so it's like a, a third player in the Cold War. And I think by the time the film came out in ooh, 1963, that's really needed. Uh, but in the 50s, obviously Russia itself could be the main antagonist. I really enjoyed this book, and it really does have its place in history, say with Cold War history, 
I think we all know the American president, John F. Kennedy. He had a, a special place for this book. He was interviewed by Life magazine in 1961 and was asked to list his top ten books. The idea uh, of Life magazine was to try and humanise the president, show him as well-read, well-rounded, and in tune with popular tastes. JFK listed From Russia With Love as his number one bedside table reading. Perhaps a rather grim fact is that the night before he was assassinated, JFK read a novel by Ian Fleming, and that same night, the assassin Lee Harvey Oswald was also reading Ian Fleming. Anyway, From Russia With Love. As I say, the first ten chapters are really about the plan, and then the subsequent half detail Bond's adventures. And I say adventures almost in inverted commas, because the first chapter just shows his daily life as he gets up in the morning, has breakfast, and those little details about his life in London could almost have been written for another British literary creation, Sherlock Holmes. They both have a Scottish housekeeper making them breakfast in the morning, and they both seem to treat her in the same way. Both of them seem motivated by the same thing, boredom. Ian Fleming's James Bond believes that boredom is one of the first cardinal sins. And, of course, the literary creation of Sherlock Holmes, well, he gets bored, and if he doesn't have a case, then he takes the 70% solution. The literary Sherlock Holmes is a drug addict. This was cut in the later stories, especially when it started to be circulated in the US press. Um, but in the first stories, it's, it's a very strong part of the stories. And it's almost 50-50 whether it gets adapted into film and television now. Anyway, I like this. I like this insight that we have into James Bond's life before he goes off on his adventures. And his adventures take him to Istanbul. It's no big spoiler. And the descriptions of Turkey in the 50s are very, very vivid. Uh, and I really appreciate that. I lived in Turkey for seven years. I've visited Istanbul many, many times. And Turkey was going through huge change at this time. It had just it had been through the First World War. They'd had their revolution. And the 1950s was when Turkey was really cemented itself as a key player in NATO. So you had uh, US Jupiter missiles based in Turkey. It was one of the closest places to Russia that the Americans put nuclear missiles. It was a very important time for Turkey, and I think the descriptions that Ian Fleming has of it are really influenced, well, by his visit there. Ian Fleming went, and he even based one of the main Turkish characters, Darko Karim, on his tour guide. He doesn't mention it in From Russia With Love, but we know that he stayed in the Pera Palace Hotel, and that was the finest hotel that you could stay in at the time. Um, Agatha Christie had stayed there, and she wrote Murder on the Orient Express in that hotel, published 1934, about you know, a generation before. And around the time Agatha Christie was staying there, well, that was when uh, Kemal Ataturk was there, who was the Turkey's first president. So it's a good base from which to set out and explore Istanbul. I've had the good fortune to stay there myself, and... I've seen the photographs of uh, Agatha Christie and Ian Fleming in the cocktail lounge, which is adjacent to the coffee lounge. So I've had Turkish coffee there, which is exactly like how Ian Fleming describes it, which makes sense. It's probably exactly where Ian Fleming did try Turkish coffee and Turkish delight when he stayed in Turkey. And he describes, you know, locations such as the Yarapatan Sanacho, which is the, uh, which is the Basilica system which this is the 
1,500 year old water system which is absolutely gorgeous and again if you want to know what it looks like just watch the film um, he also takes a ferry on the Bosphorus and, and the routes that he describes still running today again it's just very very vivid depiction of Turkey at the time the book ends if, if you watch the film about a third of the way through the film maybe two thirds of the way through the film because the book starts much sooner and finishes much sooner and the film starts later and finishes later Again, it's a rare combination that you have a really good book and a really good film adaptation, but I feel because they cover a slightly different time frame, just overlapping in the middle, that the two are almost companion pieces to each other. I particularly like the music of the film from Russia of Love, and it does fit to have it playing in the background as you read the book. I visited the Para Palace Hotel, and I enjoyed the music afternoon in the coffee lounge. The music is played by a man who's old enough to have remembered Ian Fleming's visit in the 50s, and he'll play any tune you ask, so I asked him to play From Russia with the Love. He agreed to play it on the condition that I hummed it first so he could get his ear in, and then I sing it with him. So I sung the theme tune of From Russia with Love in the hotel where the author stayed when he was getting research for the book. I could sing it now, but I think it's best if I leave it to Mr. Matt Munro. From Russia with love I fly to you Much wiser since my goodbye to you I've traveled the world to learn From Russia with love